0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. We have today a really cool guest. Arvid Nelson is on the show. Arvid is a guy who's worked on bringing John Carter to life, from, from the literature form, from the book form, to life in the comics. He's also worked on Godzilla tie-ins, King Kong tie-in comics. He's worked on a lot. And we also talk about a really cool upcoming project he has. Arvid and I also talk a lot about, you know, the new Corona world of writing in comics for it, and we talk about his work on... What is like working on Godzilla comics and King, Com- King Kong comics, you know? Because may or may not be a fellow kaiju writer in the house. Operation Kaiju Shield for SGGS Comics. A little plug right there. Go check it out. Uh, yeah, so it is a very interesting episode. We do a lot of motivational stuff on here. A lot of inspirational stuff. Actually, a better way to put it is a lot of advice. To fellow creatives in this time. To fellow writers, artists, whatever Maybe may be. In film. We're talking a lot about the film industry and such. We talk about so much stuff this episode. You will definitely get a kick out of it. Tell a lot of jokes. You know, we also... Like I said, give a lot, lot of advice to fellow creatives in this desperate time of need when we're all looking for advice on what to do. As always, though, I want to say thank you guys for tuning into this. It means the world. And if you guys want to do even more, which I'm, I know I'm asking for a lot. If you want, you can subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or comicchronicle.podbean.com. If you want to follow me on social media to keep in track of the podcast or the comics I do or the film industry stuff I work in, follow me on Twitter at DakotaMorgan3 or on Instagram at dakota underscore morgan 97 and if you want to as well too if you do subscribe you know on apple podcasts and whatnot leave a review on there i mean we'll read them on the show if you guys leave a review how about that new thing we'll read your review on the show so instead of me just rambling on folks I, we could talk about so much more but before i let you go into this week's episode please stay safe this is a 610 2020 as of the recording Lots of crazy shit's happening, and my fellow peeps in Arizona, keep keep healthy, for the love of God, because we're on the rise, it's not looking too hot, so please just keep healthy, keep healthy, keep safe, whatever you're doing, you know, to everyone out there, black lives do matter. Just gonna say it. So thanks everyone for tuning into this episode, and without further ado, let us dive in to my talk with Arvid. Yes, we are recording. Now, I like to start this way, this is like the formal sort of thing I like to do. Arvid, welcome to the show, good man. It is an actually honor to have you here.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Now, you're coming all the way from Massachusetts right now, and I just 100% 100 will say I've not heard anything about Massachusetts in the news. How are you guys doing in this whole new new world we live in?
1: Uh, Remember, like, Star Wars, uh, Han Solo, uh, we're fine here. How are you? <laughs> oh, my God, it's perfect. That's the best scene of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We're fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, We're good. Uh, everything's you doing? fine. You know, I, yeah, it's, I, I live in specifically Western Massachusetts. Western uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, one of the reasons I moved here is because it's like Rivendell, basically. Like, there's <laughs> it's, it's in and So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So, this will be the last
1: place
0: to fall. Yes. When when everything else starts to go, and let me tell you, Arizona seems like the place it's going right now. That's right. That's right, yeah. Yeah. It started east coast and going to the west coast. Now it's starting west coast, going back to the east coast. So, be prepared. That's right. (laughs)
1: Let the circle be unbroken.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, it is, sir. An honor to have you here because you've done a lot of work, to say the least. Here, like you've done some in your work, you've done you. I think you have a fascination with Mars, to say the least. Here, yeah, too. That's
1: right. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. And and an accidental fascination, but definitely, yeah. Uh, no less no less sincere for being accidental.
0: Yeah, but, okay. You gotta talk about that. How is it accidental? Like, how do you have an accidental fascination with a whole planet? Like, I'm curious. You
1: know, um, it, it just it started with, um, um, you know, I wrote quite a few, um, um, uh, John, uh, John Carter, Warlord of Mars adaptations for, mm. for, for Dynamite comics. They just asked me sort of out of the blue, they called me up on the phone literally and said, Hey, are you, do you want to write a comic? And I said, okay, <laughs> but I actually was, I, 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 I said, yes, of course, because, um, Because that's what I do. But um, I was surprised. I was really surprised at how much I loved the original novels by Edgar Rice Burroughs. They are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautifully written. Beautifully written.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's one thing. When they said they were making a movie on John Carter, I was like, what? Like, you're going to attempt this? Like, like, Star Wars copied John Carter. Like, you're really going deep in here. Yeah.
1: I I think it's really difficult to do a John Carter movie in the current political climate. I mean, it just it, it just reads yeah. like something was yeah. made back then, which is fine. I mean, I think there are always, always intelligent ways to deal with things like that that don't do violence to the original story, but it's its hard work. And the answer isn't just, oh, we'll make this about something else completely and just make the characters the same name, which I, I think is what they fell into in that movie.
0: I think... So it was something I, I, you know, I just don't think it caught its audience. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I watched it, I loved it. Wait, I oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that.
1: I'm glad to hear that. Yeah.
0: And you know, I just I, I think it was a missed opportunity. I don't think it was marketed well. I don't think there was a little bit, it should have been more to it, but it's one of those cult classics where you look upon like John Carter, like you look upon the old school like Dracula, like Frankenstein and stuff like that. It's classics now that people keep missing. And maybe we hit it back in the day, especially with the book, you hit it, but then you hit it nowadays. And they're like, here's a movie. People are like, who the hell is John Carter? I ain't going to want to watch this. I'm going to go watch Star Wars or something yeah, like that. Right. Ah, let me That's go watch Planet right. of the yeah. Apes. Like, right. No, 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 no. Sit down and watch it. You'll really enjoy it.
1: Right. Let me just interject. Dakota, thank you for not excoriating me or anathematizing me just because you liked the movie and I didn't. Thank you, Dakota. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we but all just, have our own taste. Exactly. Hey, see how easy it is? We're building a better
0: future right here. Right <laughs> exactly, here. Exactly. Exactly. You can still be buds oh, and you can disagree on shit. It's what happens. Right. That's right. Different people have different tastes. Well, yep. The fans uh, are going to lynch us. The fans are going to lynch us so hard, man. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. You're not allowed. Sir. You're not allowed. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it, was, it was definitely a missed opportunity. Um... You know, what interesting more I think as you start to like write professionally, you start this is like unfortunately, there's a tendency to get a little bit cynical and to focus more on the kind of like the, the marketing aspect or like what's going on behind the scenes. Um, I think it was a disaster when they changed the name from Warlord of Mars. To John Carter, I, like literally on the eve of the movie's premiere, not a good sign. Not a good sign.
0: It's true. It's so true. You, if you, you see a name change, like recently the Harley Quinn movie changed from Birds of Page.
1: Right.
0: Perfect. I, example. That's how you know.
1: Perfect example. Yeah. Perfect example. Right. Right. Oh, right. Right.
0: Man. So right. You, you've been doing yeah. all the stuff on Mars. And so you really enjoyed You must really enjoy it because you kept going on it. Like, I, I really find that fascinating. You're like, I'm going to do more.
1: Yeah. You know, here, here's the thing for, for me, in my opinion, uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs was addicted to novelty. He just wanted to come up with new things, new and new. And every Mars novel was something new. Um, he introduced a new culture, a new, um, you know, sub, sub genre of Martians, hominids or whatever. But in the, uh, what, what occurred to me as I read each and every novel, I thought, oh my God, there's so many fascinating, little avenues that he didn't explore and so that's what was fun for me was trying to explore all of the things that he just abandoned for his in his in his relentless pursuit of novelty in every subsequent novel that he wrote
0: which as writers we gotta agree when you create something new it's always really entertaining i i love you know like you know as well as i do like Especially, I love my books right now. Like once, giant monsters in the Vietnam War—that's a new theme. Oh. Superpowered police officers, which that book's on hold at the current moment. But okay. <laughs> and like yeah. all in the, the young power, and when you create something new in a storyline, they're just like it's opening a new door to Narnia in your own That's right. story. Yeah, you know, That's it's, right. it's it's all oh, so fun to it's do fun. all the time.
1: Yeah, right. Well, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And you know, it's funny because when. When when the novelty gets old, as I think it did, I I think eventually the the Mars novels it just it gets exhausting. It's exhilarating and it's exhausting at the same time. And there's just yes. there's only, <laughs> only so much you can do.
0: Yeah, it's true. So it's true. Yeah. But I'm curious now, good man, because I always like asking people this question. This is like the one time interview time question ask ask mm-hmm. question I like to ask is Yeah. You know how did you get started? Because People often forget their own origin stories, or people listening to the show love hearing an origin story. We don't like hear, we don't like rewatching the Spider-Man origin story, but the creators we love, we love hearing theirs because it's an right. inspiration of the people, you know.
1: Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, um, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got we got to go about a little over
0: an hour. I mean, it all depends on you.
1: <laughs> I could keep going. I could keep going. Uh, you know, I, I guess it goes back to my senior year of college. I really wanted to be in a rock band.
0: Oh shit! And,
1: yeah, in a punk rock band. Uh, I, it's it, it's funny because I, I was super into hardcore. I was super into punk rock. I, I listen to it very very little now, very very little. Not ever, but 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 very very little. Yeah, I've become a diehard metalhead. I just I just heavy metal is just by far and away the thing that uh, is that that that's my weapon of choice now, and it has been for for a long time. At any rate, um, uh my, um, uh, I, uh, my, my roommate, my, my, my freshman year was from, um, Latin America, and he was an amazing guitarist, and we both liked the same music, and I, I just thought we were doing amazing things together, um, mm. um so it, it, it broke my heart when he decided that he wanted to do pure Latin American rock and that I couldn't be a part of that, so, um, oh. It was, it, it, it honestly broke my heart. I mean, even just thinking about it now brings yeah, back a like, uh, very, very sad feeling. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, it's just yeah. You yeah. being like, I wanted to be part, like, you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be the dream. I mean, it's like everything in college with dreams and whatnot. Like, as soon as you have one, you dedicate the time to, and it's like, yeah. oh, we're splitting the band up. Oh, that's oh right. shit. Like, yeah, oh, right.
1: Shit. That's what I said. I said, I feel like we're splitting the band up before we even got started.
0: and um, You kind of did.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it, um, you know, my, my, my entreaties fell on deaf ears and I was ready to go. I mean, I, I speak Spanish and I was learning Spanish at the time. I was like, listen, I'm committed to it. I love Latin America. I'm, my my Spanish is pretty good right now. There's no reason I can't move down to Latin America. Let's, let's do this. But, um, no, all my entreaties fell on deaf ears. Uh. Yeah. Very sad. So I, I, fell in with a new group of friends and, um, because I, because I had no other friends and, um, um uh, uh they were all super into comics and one of the guys in our group said hey i got an idea we could start a quote-unquote student group and we could write and produce our own comic and we could get them to pay for the publication <laughs>
0: that's a fucking dream <laughs> arvid yeah. that's people's yeah. dreams yeah. in college to get something like yeah. that yeah. oh my right. god <laughs> right so, so it was just it was just it was
1: just like you could hear the angels singing because I had always loved comics. In fact, I don't know if you remember um, uh, Heavy Metal, the comic.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I love that. I love, Actually, I'll be honest. I love Heavy Metal. Because yeah. it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good exactly. book. It's a good book.
1: You know, I, I didn't have a very happy experience in college. Um, but I, I honestly, every month, I look forward to Heavy Metal coming out. They they carried it at the college bookstore. And I, I knew, man, the... the <laughs> The the instant the bookstore was open on the day it came out, I was there. I was yeah. there. Yeah. So um it, it's it's gone, you know, it, it's had some changes of ownership now. And it's I, I think it's 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 not quite the same thing it used to be. But um, yeah. but yeah, I mean I, I always love comics. And um and that's that's how it started. We had to share space with the College Humor magazine, and they were oh. like the least, yeah, they were like the least humorous people I have ever met. Oh um, really? Yeah, oh, they, they resented us so much. It was just this, like, passive-aggressive cold war between us and the so-called humor magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, who would have thought?
0: Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> we have
1: ways. We had ways and means.
0: So. He, I'm just thinking of sabotage the whole time. Like, who deleted our floppy? Who took our floppy disks? Yeah, oh, right. well. <laughs>
1: no, about that? No, no comment, your honor. I, yeah, no, no comment, honest. These activities, I'm horrified His- that I would even be, uh, you know, accused of such a thing. Oh,
0: my God. So, just yeah. cut to you, just like any other guys, just sitting yeah. there, just the old school, right? like, hip-hop music's playing, and you're taking a bat to them on the ground from the right. one-off yeah, exactly. It's like, you're exactly. just like, uh-huh. oh, that'd exactly. be
1: amazing.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Be amazing. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. You so went
1: from there. there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, you know, we'd stay up until 4 o'clock in the morning, hopped up yeah. on... Uh, You know, Arizona iced tea and um, (laughs) cheese noodles. Just making comics, and it was just—it was one of the happiest periods of my life. And then, and then um, we all moved to New York City, and and because we said, "Why do we have to stop? We could keep going. We we we, you know we we could start our own comic book publishing empire." Mm -hmm. And um, that's exactly what happened. Total, Total world domination.
0: And yeah, and it's like, then you came in, you you own the club up, and you're like, let's just start it. I like it, it it makes sense. It's almost a Tolkien esque story where.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of of like the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like that. I like that. Harvard, that is some dreams right there because I can't even tell you how many times people are like, you know, it took me a while to find my people and such. Meanwhile, you go to college, like, hey, I found my peeps. I went through hell, but I found my (laughs) peeps. That's right. Yeah, I think that's
1: if the advice that I always give to people. Now, I used to give people advice like, just don't give up. Just, you know, just have a good attitude, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff's super important. It really is. I think it's extremely important to find people that share your vision and that are talented and have integrity. I think integrity is extremely yes. important. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, it is. Um, Especially us folks who write comics. And well, in comics in general, no matter what job it is, I, you have to do that. You know, yeah, it's. Definitely. I get asked all the time too. They're like, what do you do? How do you make it work? How do you work for a company and such like that? Like, oh my god, you're doing so well! I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, how do you do it? Like, find good people because That's right. you can't. You yeah. make it go on your own. If you try doing everything on your own, it, you make it there. And if you do, right. you're gonna be so wiped out. You're gonna be so exhausted and hate fucking exactly. people.
1: Yeah, you know, there's it's on YouTube. It's a it's a video that they show or they used to show to um, new inmates coming into uh, Rikers Island. Really? Um yeah, it's intense. It's just it's like how not to get raped in the shower. Oh shit! <laughs> That's not what it's I expected like, at all. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, you have my undivided attention now. Oh Thank my you, god, sir. Uh-huh. I would rather watch uh-huh. like right. the, the fucking it. health yeah. class video. Right. right, You know, um, the hook, the hook, that is one hell of a hook.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: that, that made me the greatest hook ever, sir. <laughs> you have my undivided attention. So, um, and and anyway, it was fascinating that they they had some inmates who had been there. It may not have been Rikers because Rikers is like, um, it's like a temporary holding. But at any rate, it was some, some very scary and unfriendly, um, like state prison somewhere. At any rate, they had some, um, inmates who were willing to talk and give advice. And one of the guys said, I will never forget this. I will never forget this. One of these inmates said, people are going to tell you, you can't trust anybody. But that's not true. In fact, that's terrible advice. You, you actually have to trust people to survive in jail. Just make sure that they're worthy of your trust before you trust them. <laughs> that's all. Wow, that's
0: that all. is actually some yeah. solid life advice. <laughs> oh, right. my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. who would have thought? Yeah. Even, hey, folks, Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break. But this is one you definitely want to listen to if you guys are comic fan, which you are if you're listening to the show you guys like comics and you like reading them in person, let me tell you. Go to Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. This is not just a hype thing for this ad. Let me tell you. I've been going there for years. I've had Cam Brown on the show all the time. Such a good guy. It's such a good community. Everyone who works there, they know you. You get your box number. You get your thing. You get all you need to do there. You get your collectible toys, car, whatever it may be. Comics. It's all there for you guys. That's Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. Here's the address. 5801 West Glendale Avenue, Glendale, Arizona, and downtown Glendale. And if you guys want to visit them, you can visit them at draw, drawn to comicscom or find them on social media And the number 623-847-9090 to give them a call. Definitely, guys, I love going to the store. And this is not a fucking lie. I love going. It's so amazing. Thanks, everyone. And hopefully you guys check them out if you're in Arizona or maybe passing through. Remember, guys, Drawn the Comics. Go check it out for your books. Reading books in person is so much better than digital. But I love digital too, so it's a little bit of a toss Support brick-and-mortar companies. We definitely need you to. Thanks, everyone. And now, without further ado, I'm gonna take it back to a future me. Oh, well, that's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like that's yes. you like people. I often fight people on advice sometimes, and they're like, "It is that, you know?" They're they're always saying, "Man, that got me. That that really hit me a little bit there." I'm not gonna lie, Wow. Um, Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. I just, I didn't expect, I didn't know where that was going. I'm like, this is amazing. But, yeah, you just, you just can't. Like, you need good people. I mean, shit, it works, especially in comics. Like, I work in film too, like we talked about it before in email. Yeah, I work in film too. Mm-hmm. And you have to work with other people there too. You right. can't go it alone, especially as a freelancer. No. And especially in a new Corona world, I like to call it. You cannot. Right. That's right. Oh, you just can't like. Good yeah. things are done as a group, not solo.
1: That's right. That's right. And um French movies from the 1930s—they're called. It's called poetic realism. They're great movies. They're, they're like gangster movies and detective movies. I, I, like when you think of French movies, you think, "Oh God, I'm going to need a large cup of coffee to sip through this." But, but, but that's really French movies from the 60s. French movies from the 30s are very different. They have this idea of uh, lequipe, lequipe, which just means uh, the team. And they believed that, um, uh, no one single person's contributions to the movie was more important than another's. So, so, so this is fascinating. Directors were in, in the 1930s in France. Movie directors were not the demigods that they are right now. Yeah. They were important, but they were just, um, but they were just one part of the team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were, it wasn't the, I remember I remember hearing about this too a while ago from a friend of mine, and yeah, you're absolutely right, they were, it is like the, I, I guess you could say everybody's on an equal playing field when working sure. on that, it, it's all an equal playing field, yeah. and that's the way you have to look upon it too, like, yeah. you always, you have to, because if yeah. you're like, oh, I'm the writer, I'm the best one there, you're right. fucked. Because yes, let me tell you, right. it takes a special talent to turn your words into art and the characters right. and such like that's magic.
1: Right. That's right. That's right. And you know, the, the, I, there's auteur theory, the idea that you know the the director is the BL end all. It's his vision, and that's that. He's he's the king, and everyone. He's you know
0: he's he's Zeus. He's he lives on Mount Olympus. Everyone else. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. The, well, there's one word. That. Yeah. Yeah, there's one word though, Arvin, yeah. that really yeah. n- that contradicts that. It's so fucking much, and I, you know what it is? It's called a producer. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they win. The suits yeah. win. Yeah. They always win. Yeah. Everyone knows yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, my understanding is that that happened. I don't know if this is true or not on the new Hellboy movie that the producers were overly aggressive and overly, um, what's the word? Almost to the point of malicious. Yeah. Too. Um, to to the director and just made his job very very difficult. Yeah,
0: I I've heard about that. Yeah, that was one of the things that came out about that one. Yeah, like sometimes the producers are your best friends and sometimes they are really hyena hounding you. And nice. yeah. it's a shame when that happens. Like it's, it's it's desperately a shame. Like we were talking about it today. I was talking about what my girlfriend was. We were talking, and she's she's working. She's in film school at the moment here, so she's looking at me like, how do you do it? Like, oh, hold on. It's a lot of work. (laughs) Um, It's it's a couple years, let me tell you. And we're talking about it, and it's like, you just can't have... She's like, I I don't know how we got onto it. We're talking, and I I have the Film World podcast. I've been on celebrities from film and such. We always mention to people is don't be an asshole on set because if you're an asshole, nobody's going to want anything. In comics, and whatever art form it is, shit, even just in life, if you're an asshole all the time, like really making people's life difficult, making them cry, argue, holding up a scene, holding up a panel, whatever it may be, no one's gonna want to work with you. Nobody. Right. And that's no matter right. Rich and famous you are or who you were before, you're done. It doesn't work. It, it that's how this it's how it works. That's
1: right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Uh, yeah. I, you know, um, and, and it it can go the other way around too. Um, I, I actually saw this movie Heaven's Gate. I actually saw it. It's a semi-famous movie by this guy Michael Cimino. He did um, he did The Deer Hunter, and then he was going to make this great Western magnum opus called Heaven's Gate. It it, it is it, it's it's a difficult movie to watch, and he refused to listen to the producers.
0: Um, oh, and to,
1: to 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 his detriment, to his detriment. Yeah, yeah
0: see, it's why it's why everybody that is cones like you see everybody that works on a like well, sequel comics, I suppose, because it's easy for the audience right now is when you see every, like a book come out, right? This is not, you and I both know how this works, but to like the listeners at home, you know, you can agree with this, I hope, is it takes so many people to do it. You have a letterer, you have the editor, you have the writer, you have the artist, you have the inker, you have, sometimes the artist is the inker too, so that's two jobs he's doing, or she. You just never know how much someone how much the wheels turn because with, everybody's a gear and if one gear is not working or not working right it all fucking falls apart
1: this actually happened to me on the first comic that i professionally published
0: oh really? um, yeah we um
1: we, we had uh i the penciler we, we hired an inker, and the inker just didn't have the skill set we needed totally trashed the pencils we actually had to redraw the entire the entire
0: first issue.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: shit. Oh, Ooh, that's making me cringe. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. It intense. Intense. Yeah, it was intense. It was
1: hard when like, they just came back.
0: Yeah, Yeah, like yeah. it's just sometimes that's how it goes. Like Sometimes it's just one of those like, they can't do the work you're looking for and whatnot. That happens. When it's something that's malicious that they're doing he or she, right. Right. then yeah. Then the fists start yeah. flying yeah. and arguments start happening like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh, what's going on here? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I should say, I, I don't think it was malicious. I think the person just didn't have
0: the. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We want to make that clear. Yeah. So, it's just in case that person's yeah. listening, like, that, that,
1: that's what I, I have no, I, I truly have no ill feelings. It just, it was just like, there was just like a, a lack of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I have <laughs> an interesting question for you, sir.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: we have both written for a type of genre. My yeah. book, I just had an issue come out digitally um, Operation Kaiju Shield you've also written for giant monsters as well if i'm not mistaken
1: that's right, that's right.
0: yeah and now are you a kaiju fan or was it one of those you just kind of got open to the world a little bit because they're also movie tie-in comics which usually suck but i want to say i'm not i'm not tugging here anything like that i'm being honest yours are really yes. really good <laughs> i was like thank oh my you. god this is fucking amazing yeah t- um
1: uh, I, I um you have excellent taste, dakota excellent taste.
0: Well, oh thank yeah. you thank you uh,
1: <laughs> 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 um you know that, yeah that got actually that was through that was through warlord of mars there was um i didn't have time to write one of the titles anymore so um i just out of the blue the new writer this is again always pays to be nice to the people there's a tendency to be like oh he's not going to do as good a job as me <laughs> but um um i thought the new writer did an awesome job on um one of the warlord of mars uh titles that i was writing so i just Wrote him an email on the blue. Hey, uh, Robert, I, I, I love it. It's great. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not writing it anymore because I'm glad you're writing it. And then he ended up becoming um, the editor at Legendary Comics. And oh, uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how that turned out. Wow. You know, and, 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 the- and then, as, yeah, yeah and, then, and then as to Godzilla, you know, like I definitely, some of my earliest and happiest memories are watching those, those Godzilla movies, just in awe of the power,
0: the sheer power. Same, same. My first cartoon yeah. of all yeah. time was a Godzilla cartoon. Uh, okay. Yeah, so like, I relate hard to that. Japanese Toho movies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. like That had to be an amazing, like, did you expect that? Because there's no way in hell you could expect to be like, oh, he calls you up, right? And he's like, hey, Arvid, how do you feel about Godzilla? That's right, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you do that? <laughs> Yeah. And, and and also King Kong, like you wrote a King Kong tie-in as well too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Sir, I write a giant monster book, but you're doing the true giant monster comics. Well, it, it, it's it,
1: it was it is an honor, and it's um, you, you try to do it justice without letting your know, that starstruck quality affect the yes. affect the output of yeah. of the writing. Yeah, one of the most fun things I got, it was for another comic I wrote for Legendary. They were like, Do you want to come to the premiere of the movie in Hollywood? Oh. And I was just like, Yeah, definitely. And they were kind of like, oh, okay, well, we're, we're we're not gonna pay for it. That's okay. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> what what movie was and, this? Um uh, uh, The Great Wall. The Great Wall. Oh
0: shit. Oh, you know you're meeting a stellar cast. <laughs> yeah, that's right oh side. my god that's amazing
1: it's it cool at, right? um, yeah 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 i was staying with a friend in the hollywood hills i love la oh i love los angeles it's such mm. a cool Oh, uh, i mean the, the hollywood there's a lot of um wildlife and um la is really beautiful it's it's such a strange place you have la then you have the hollywood hills and then there's yep. burbank on the other side oh, and then yeah. so the hollywood hills are actually quite wild there's like cactuses and coyotes and um owls and eagles and stuff like that. And, um, you can see at Los Angeles below, you literally like, um, um, a Philip Marlowe movie. at night. it's just amazing. And, um, it was at the, uh, the Chinese theater, the premiere. And, um, you know, the-the-the weirdest thing about it, Dakota, was how, like, weirdly intimate it was, how weirdly intimate it is to make a movie. Because everyone sitting in the movie theater was in some way... Intimately involved with bringing it, um, bringing it into existence and mm. whether or not, you know, regardless of whether the movie's a hit or not, it's good or not. Everyone really poured their hearts into that movie. And you could really feel that, um, you could really feel this like familial family relationship. It was almost like an energy in the air. Um, um, uh, like, 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 like an electric, like an electric current blowing
0: through the air that night. Yeah, I I, I will vouch for that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely because it's like one big family all together. Like it's w- what's a good analogy for it? Um, ah ah ah! It's like a family, like a really close family, right? And they're all in the emergency room waiting, and then all of a sudden it's like here is the new addition to the family, and it's like oh my that's god, right? like you know, like yeah. Yeah. especially if it's like someone you help take care of, like your cousin or something like that, or you know, that's why I say close family, but. Mm it is that thing where it's unlike, and i've been a couple movie premieres the stuff i've worked in and i brought my sister to one once and she said the same thing she said you know these premieres you know when you go on the red carpet you do all this jazz and then you sit down and you just feel it and that you're right you feel that i've never heard it that way before but you do you do feel that electricity and that current in the room of like everybody's joyful to be there everybody's yes, like, right this is it this is the amazing thing like yeah, like it's it's seriously like an unf- and then when you watch it and you're cheering you're like, yeah, even if the even if the movie sucks, everybody that sat there and made it, it's hours, months, if not years of manpower. That's and right.
1: That's you, right. Just, you,
0: feel, you feel you're like, this is the thing I created, whether or not people like it or not. I like it. We created it. That's what matters.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know, that's another amazing thing about LA is there's all these amazing small art movie theaters everywhere they're constantly yeah. showing like like french movies from the 1930s like no one i know this for a fact no one sets out i'm going to make a terrible movie no one ever said that no. No no, no, all. very to.
0: few i think right. someone did once and it was called God. scary movie that's
1: that's right that's right that's right
0: that's right yeah, yeah you think about it now like hey, here's a throwback name for you remember that one from back in the day where they just made, made fun of everything and it was made to be atrocious that's yeah right. <laughs> That's right. yeah, it's true. I, I, yeah, we get those theaters every now and then here we got one or two in Arizona right now though with the whole flux of movie theater stuff it's I don't know what's open and what's closed and whatnot but I, I'm curious on your end with things as a fellow guy working in comics is how's the business been treating you because right now we are in a weird world my stuff's getting supposed to be hitting stores soon we don't know when so it's just on digital and we're trying to get merchandise out there and everything else, but then we're like, okay, what's going on here with that, with Diamond, the new store shutting down, opening back up. How has it been for you? Has it been – you've been – some people have been saying it's been easy. Some people have been saying it's been kind of rough.
1: You know, for me, I have been focusing mainly on a story – I've been focusing on trying to bring to fruition, bring to the light of the world um, um, a story for the past 10 years or so. And it's been – it's been an immense struggle for me. So, so that's where I am right now. I am, um, working, um, with that. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you, you must have been loving the quarantine stay at home. It's like, okay, i will crack my fingers here real fast and maybe we'll get this done.
1: That's right. You know, um, uh, it it is, um, we will be, uh, um, it is, we're looking at, you know, to be honest, Dakota, I don't think, I'm gonna feel safe and comfortable until next winter is over. Mm. I hate to say that, but uh, viruses love dry, cold weather, and it's just it's it's there. There, it, who knows? We don't know, but I think we all be prepared for it coming back in the winter.
0: Yes. Yeah? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. And virus in, the, in this world of everything like that. Yeah, and I've. I used to do stuff with the military for a long time, for a few years, and we trained for scenarios like this. We did the training books and physical training and whatnot and all the planning and preparation. And we, we always did stuff for like this. And so when everything started hitting and people were like they won't do this, I'm like, yeah, they will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this they, they will do this. It's it's all part of it. Let me tell you. And, you know, um, how much can I say about that stuff? Not that much. Um, but, you know, it's this whole thing with that, and you never know. That's why I think some people have been finding – for artists, I'll say creatives in general, they we have been, whether it's film, comics, podcasts – podcasts have been doing pretty good. But um, we, as creatives in general, like as we go to comics and film, film just takes a break, right? You do a little bit of post-production or pre-production Maybe post on a few other things, and like there's movies. I just got emails now saying that things are canceled and whatnot. So it's tough. But for artists, we're doing a little bit where I think. And tell me if I'm wrong on this, but the stay at home sort of thing is good but bad. Like it's some days you're like I want to work and I'm gonna get this stuff done, and there's some days where you're like, man, I can't do shit. Like I am such in a bad spot mentally. Like you turn on the TV, watch the news, you're like. Oh, like what, what is happening now? Like what's going on? Whether it's the virus, the protests, the looting, whatever is going on. You know, like yeah. I, I was in a good mood and I saw an armed National Guard trucks driving right past me the other day. I was like, fuck wow. this. Wow. <laughs> like whatever plans I had, I'm going home. Wow. Where in, we're in yes. Phoenix or Tampa? Uh, phoenix. phoenix. So like phoenix lindale sort of border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like – but I, I, it's a whole thing lately that it's it's tough. It's tough for people like, oh, you're working at home. It should be easy, but it gets tough some days. I mean, am I wrong on that sense, or no? no I mean, there was a riot
1: in my town. Oh <laughs> shit, in Massachusetts. Yeah. Oh yeah. god. It's it's a town of 30,000 people, but um, I live in a very uh, a very liberal, very politically active town. And people got the idea that rioting would be a good idea. So that's
0: what they did. No, no. Somehow rioting and looting was the idea people wanted. I'm like, no, BP. <laughs> like, yeah. it's peaceful, you idiots. Like, right. where's the Superman logo when you need it? Like, just right. peace and love. Oh, like, that's what right. is go- right. Although I did see I, the kind of inspiration to hope was I saw someone dressed as Miles Morales holding a, like, a peaceful protest sign up on the Brooklyn Bridge the other day. That was right. kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. And you know, of course, even in town, it was just like everywhere else. Most of the people, the vast majority are, um are good. They're there for good purposes. But there are insiders and instigators. And they come after dark. And man, I, I learned this from social psychology classes I took in college. After dark, everyone's kind of dressed in black. Everyone's wearing masks. Just it's a bad that is a that is a like textbook way for things to go totally, totally off the rails. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Growing
0: up totally in Illinois, great. you saw that a lot, and it it's
1: yeah. really, really, wow,
0: wow. Yeah, Illinois in the city a little bit too. When I'd go into the city, or it'd just be in my town and whatnot, and you'd be like, oh, it's what's nine o'clock at night? That person dressed all in black. We're gonna avoid that person because they're in old. Oh, they're wearing a mask. Yep, it's done for. They right. <laughs> just to right. stay inside. We know what's that's going right. on. As soon as you see the all black, it's fine because I'm an inner right. kid, so it's fine.
1: Right.
0: Right. You know, it's like, right.
1: It's like any kind of uniform, and you know that's why the Nazis did it. They held all the they held all their rallies at night. Everyone's dressed the same. Oh, yeah. Everyone looks the same. Right. It's just. It's just. It's just a bad. Bad, 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 bad scene. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: exactly. Yeah. so you've been holding up, though, through this? Yeah, the right? have- so, so you've been kind of holding up and working on the, on the long, 10-year-long book?
1: Yeah. You know, the, the best thing has been, like, I, I hate running outside, so I run on a treadmill whenever I can. So I've just been, just to keep myself sane because I hate it so much, I take a different route every day. So I've actually seen parts of my town that i never seen before. Just beautiful houses, beautiful little meadows I wouldn't have seen before. So that's been... That's been really, really nice. The locust trees are in bloom right now. They just have this lovely fragrance. And I'm out there completely miserable, 180 beats per minute, and wishing I was home. But uh, so, yeah, it's it's been good. You know, I love my family. I really, really love my family. I feel uh, blessed to have them. I, I know now for a fact that we all love each other because yeah. – we're all still
0: alive. Yeah, it took no. As I like to say, is you know, you have a, if you have troubles with your family, sort them out because otherwise, it's going to turn into the Shining that's in the right. quarantine. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> all it's going to happen. You don't want right. to be Jack. Whatever happens, or you don't want one of your family members to turn into Jack because then it's a whole nightmare. She um, uh, we just let my two-year-old daughter just we just she she runs
1: everything. So we just do what she says, oh, yeah. and uh, yeah.
0: and then we're fine. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, I'm curious, though, Arvid is, what type of? Because everyone's been talking about goals for the future and stuff like that. Like, do you have for your fans that are listening and whatnot right now? Do you have any like you obviously working on a long book and whatnot? Like, do you have any big goals for the future?
1: Yeah, that that is my one and only goal is getting the story mm. out to the light of day. That is my overriding professional professional drive right now. Nothing else matters to me.
0: Nothing now. Nothing. What? A not, not even a two-year-old. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yes. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, um, make
0: exceptions. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if you have children or not, but I I'm, I'm surprised at how meaningful being a father has been to me. I I on that note, I just I, I tell my son this all the time that my life began when when his life began. Um. Mm. The instant I saw him, I, we we took one of these birth classes. And they said some people need to get used to the idea of being a father. I, I really, didn't. <laughs> I really did.
0: You're like it's all as soon as it as soon as he's home. I was like, click. Like it's yeah. just like fatherhood. All right, let's do this. Like it was that secret chapter of your life you had hidden in your mind. You had no idea about.
1: He had kind of an intense birth, but to me that's and so to be honest, it was even sooner than that. Like literally the first time I looked into his eyes in the in the in the, oh, in wow. the delivery yeah i'll never i will never forget it i will never ever forget it oh
0: man life. you're gonna make me cry it sounds yeah. so cute like it sounds <laughs> oh it's, it's a hot the most heartwarming thing i'm probably gonna hear all day <laughs>
1: that's right yeah yeah oh, it's true. Man.
0: true yeah so yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah. oh yeah. man you can't go off that and that's just so beautiful <laughs> thank, you. thank you um so yeah. what is yeah. of course now like what what is this project, good man? Like you, you've talked about it, but what is it like? I'm really curious as a fan of yours. I'm curious, like, what is it? Because trust me, we could talk about kids all day. Like, I'm not a father, but one day, hopefully, um, yeah, I, I'm giving it yeah. a few yeah. years. I'm only 23, so I'm giving hey. it in like, 10, 15 years. It's
1: Dakota, on the other hand, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't
0: yeah. do it. <laughs> the all interview, right. the interview that pays the bills. Like, hold on, sir. Uh, that's right. Um, Oh man. That's yeah, right. but like okay. but Yeah, yeah. Well, I am I am curious about this like 10 year long projects, good man. Like I'm curious. You've you've really hinted the it, and you're like, here's a little yeah. bit of sprinkles for you. Here's a little bit over there. Like, is this gonna be a book? Is this yeah. gonna be a comic? Yeah. Is this gonna be a film? Yeah. Um it, it
1: started as a novel, actually, but the novel is oh. written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was this was right around still in New York at the time. I was actually, I was just getting super into heavy metal. And I think that really influenced, um, not literally, it's not literally about heavy metal, but there's a genre, kind of I don't know if you got it, kind of Dungeons and Dragons heavy metal yeah, that I'm yeah. super into. Um, there's in particular, there's an album by um, um, a band called uh, The Sword, Age of Winters. It's their first album. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite poems. It's so awesome oh really? so awesome yeah oh such a good album such a good album very accessible very accessible it's called doom metal that's that's the genre i mean there are lots of names for it i, I call it doom oh. metal which is not as bad as it sounds it's not as bad as it sounds it's uh they're singing as opposed to um growling or, or screaming or, or shouting whatever you want to call it and um it's very riff driven kind of mid-tempo and one of the most inter- interesting things about it is the drums. Instead of that heavy um, blast beat, that ta-pa, 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 it has more of a glittery, splashy kind of um, snare centric um, kind of kind of a drum um, mm. um, percussion. So, so if you, it's um, think about like Black Sabbath or like classic Led Zeppelin, that's basically what it sounds like. Um, yeah. So, so. Yeah, so there was um, the, the, the first album, I, I, when I heard that album, I was just like, oh, it was one of those moments, it was like a ray of light just blasted down on me. And um, I had been doing a lot of faking through Rex Mundi, which is the first comic that I published, about um, getting deeply interested in religion and in Christianity, and also the influences on in Christianity. There's, um, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a religion called uh, Mithraism, which influenced Christianity a lot, and it's um and and I remember reading about it, oh it's 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 Indo-European. It's it's Indo- thought, what the hell does that mean? Indo-European? What the hell is that? And it turns out there's this hidden culture it's, it's fascinating, Dakota. Do you know, uh, English and Hindi are in the same language group.
0: Jesus, really? Yeah. No oh, weird. Wow. What, what, what
1: what what this is a roundabout way of explaining. I, I promise I'm going somewhere. No, you're
0: good. You're good. I'm 100% okay. down interested in this. I'm, I'm listening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So th- it happened that people didn't find this out until like the 18th century. Um, um, scholars started studying um, uh, Western scholars because of you know colonialism, colonialism unfortunately. But they started studying um, because of British India. They started studying Sanskrit, which is um, an ancient... Uh, language from the Indian subcontinent, it's the language that all the holy texts of Hinduism are written in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, so so these guys they come, oh let's see about this language. Yes, I'm sure it's very strange and weird. Yes, yes. And then like their jaws dropped into their laps because it's very, very similar to Latin. <laughs> Sanskrit and Latin know. are very similar. Yeah, yeah. And the the only way to the, the there's no other explanation. They must come from some lost ancient common language and some lost ancient common culture. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. It, 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 if you look at and this is even true for Germanic languages. Actually, the exact same prayer. There's like a Norse pagan prayer. It's like a prayer to Odin for for healing, and the exact same prayer is found in Hinduism.
0: Gee, <laughs> <Jesus, laughs> like, I am. Yeah, on my you my mind. Yeah. Oh my God. Word for word. Word for word. word, for word. Like it,
1: it's it's not an accident, and there's no way to explain it. There's no other way to explain it. So yeah. Um. Um. Uh, you see this? You know. Um. Thor's hammer. Yeah. You. you, you Thor, right. So Thor's hammer. Uh. It's called the Vajra in um. Uh. Hinduism. There's also there's like a club, and it's associated with light. You see it all the time. Zeus' thunderbolt. We were talking about Zeus. I don't mean, it this before the recording, but that happens all the time in Indo-European cultures. There's a god. There's he's like the king of the gods, and he has this club that's associated with with lightning. It's it, Irish mythology the same. There's a god called the Dagda, and he has the Shalala, which is the the magical lightning club. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So 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 so, it's a fantasy novel. I got very interested in Indo-European culture and trying to dig really really deep into the Indo-European mythologies and figuring out what's at the core of all these things. What's at the core of all these things? And, you know, we are speaking an Indo-European language right now. English is, is, it comes from Germanic, it's an an Indo-European culture. So that Mm -hmm. was very much the idea. And trying to go back to the source material of um, the original um, uh, fantasy writers, because there was a generation before J.R.R. Tolkien, actually, and what were they thinking and what were they doing and what were their ideas? So, um, all those things heavy metal, Indo European, and uh, of course, you know, Japanese cartoons from the 1980s.
0: I, I'm at a loss for words <laughs> on this podcast right now because that you have my interest 100%. I want you to get done with this project because this, that is, I never knew any like i this is the most I've learned on any episode of this podcast in a couple years. Right. I'm being honest with you, because I it makes sense. Like if you sit down and think right. about it I'm like okay, there is connections. Like it right. actually makes sense. The fact you're right. putting this in this novel, Jesus, right. man. I, yes. you must have a room. I like we're not doing a right. video camera mostly because my video cam is not coming from okay. my company yet. But yeah. you must be sitting in a fucking library or something. Yeah. Like I just imagine you be having all these books around you.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm learning about a language of Gothic right now. Gothic. It has nothing to do with like Trent Reznor or (laughs) he plays symphony or whatever. It's an extinct Germanic language, um, and um, it's beautiful. the 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 artist for the uh, for this for the story um, he he lives in Spain, and there was Spain used to be the the Goths settled in Spain, so it was the language spoken in Spain before um the muslim conquest yeah yeah fascinating fascinating
0: language yeah this is yeah. i mean it's history and i'm a huge mythology and history fan like yeah, yeah. I, i'm jeez all yeah. right you are a man if, if this doesn't get out there soon like when it gets out i mean what, i don't know when you're looking at trying to put it out there but when it gets out there i can see it being in a lot of different places no joke
1: Thank you Dakota. I, I really hope so. We've been working very, 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 very hard on it. I'm very lucky to have, um, to, to be working with such a talented artist.
0: Yeah.
1: Thank you. Dakota.
0: I hope so. Too. Oh, of, course. of course, man, yeah. you, you yeah. definitely got to yeah. email me when this thing comes out because I'm definitely going to pick something up from it. Like, okay. Thank you. oh, you oh, let's <laughs> oh, you'll hear. Oh, you'll hear.
1: Yeah. Oh, you'll hear. Okay. Okay. Oh, here's another. I... Okay. This is, not, this is one of my favorite ones since you got me going. Um, yeah. okay. In, okay. In Iran, in, in, Iran, like ancient Iranian culture, they had this weird tradition where when a new chieftain assumed control of the tribe, um, they would cut up a bull and, or I mean, it was either a horse or a bull? I think it was a horse. They would cut up okay. a horse and he would bathe in the broth of, uh, oh. of the horse. They would make a pot and then all the warriors would drink the broth. It's uh, yeah, it's a little weird. It's yeah, weird. But the same exact <laughs> ritual was performed in ancient Ireland.
0: See, that's where you're. You just yes. oh my god. Yeah. You, yeah. Just, yeah. you just you yeah. just wonder this whole thing. Yeah. Like it... yeah. You yeah. are the historian I dream of being. Oh, oh. <laughs> you are seriously that historian I dream of being. I know a little bit about history, but mine mostly is paleontology, and I used to work in paleontology for a, few, a couple years huh? in a okay. lab, did a research. Yeah, went out there, and I got actually got a collection of fossils from the field, a couple field expedition things uh, in my studio right now. This many things, you know, mosasaurus tooth, ice age creatures, why not, and all right, we're going to so that's my motif and a little bit of human history a little bit but like nothing that far back with human history and the here the connections about it like it it just it makes it, you yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. 100 oh, um you know it, it, that's why linguistics I I think paleontology is fascinating too and linguistics is fascinating for the same reason because it's it truly is detective work figuring yeah. it all oh, out yeah. You're just with a bunch of bones it amazes me paleontology like here's a single bone and from this single bone we can tell you with a fairly high degree of scientific accuracy everything that you would want to be interested about about this creature and it's, it's just true. like wow it's true and he's like, come it's on up. you just know, we can know yep we can know that yep 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 mm-hmm. yep 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 here's oh, why yeah. I think oh yeah happen. like
0: we <clears throat> yeah. yeah like we could tell what was going on with this like, cuz i got one of them right now um i'm looking up like we got uh, coral Oh, no, I got this root um, and uh, from the Ice Age and whatnot. It was a root from the tree or from a plant. Oh, not the Ice Age. It was a little bit. Wow. I think it was, like, frozen or something like that and around the time. Everything was Ice Age. It was a root from somewhere, from something along that lines. So I'm drawing a blank on it right now in my head. But this was a couple years ago. And, you know, we looked at the ruin and they are like, oh, this belongs to this bush here. And it's like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's connected. It goes the ones over here that are part of the trees. And they were once here. It's like, oh, my Jesus. And it's like wow. you just know, like I paleobotany is not my forte. I know the animals more than that, but it's true. Okay. You can look at something like a uh, anything, like any, like we know stuff. There's um, we discovered a little bit of uh, what was it? Uh, giant sloth. We got, we got a piece of a cloth, or, or we got a couple pieces of one from that. And we fought, figured out like, okay, this guy was murdered. This thing was attacked, and. It was killed here at the time, probably by the saber toothed cat that was further down the road. And we only we only got like six pieces of this mug. So and well, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So wow. you just you never know with stuff like that. That's and that's right. History that's is right. fun. People at home listening yeah. to the show. History is right. always fun. You can hear so much.
1: History is good. And there's this like hidden layer of history, like back before back before people had written language, back before there were people. And you can still figure things out about it it's it is an amazing thing.
0: amazing thing yeah oh yeah now we are coming near the end of the show good man because i don't want to take too much of your time today because yeah. you probably gotta go eat dinner with the family and such yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and, uh,
1: it's been great talking dakota great talking
0: yeah yeah definitely man this is you're welcome back anytime this is i don't often get the geek out about history on the show yeah. um but where can people find you at on social media? Do you have a website you want to plug to people and whatnot? Just plug away, good man. Thank you, thank you.
1: Yeah, I'm on arvidland.com. That's like my 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 WordPress site, which I have a new article I'm working on. Um, I, I I update that infrequently but diligently. I do update that, and then I'm arvid the twit on Twitter, and you can find me on Facebook too. Just type in Arvid Nelson. I'm I'm the first person that will probably probably come up.
0: I like it. And I like it. All right. Well, folks at home, make sure you guys go follow them because obviously you're working on some really good shit. You're really working on something that uh, history people going to love and which are a little bit of our listeners to say the least here. I mean, everyone's everyone's a history buff in some way.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh, That's
0: right. And yeah, yeah. And so, do you have any final words for the people at home, good man or
1: I don't. I just I I, I just want to say that th- this experience of Trying to get this story um, published, trying to get it into the light of day has been extraordinarily difficult. The one thing that keeps me going is my faith in comic book readers. So I want to thank everyone out there for taking a chance on a new title, for continuing to support independent creators, and for believing in comics um, and believing in the magic. And and, um, it means a lot to creators,
0: um, and it means a lot to me specifically. I could not say anything better than that. <laughs> oh no wonder you're the better writer than me. Oh my god. <laughs> well I'll end the show. <laughs> oh god. Thanks everyone for tuning into the episode. Okay. And as always, stay classy comic book fans. Okay. Thanks
1: for talking.